This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. My view from 40,000 feet for the Chicago Border Trade Markets, Take 5. The global weather pattern is in a transition from what was a strong La Nina to an El Nino, where crop conditions around the world essentially flip regionally. Australia, Indonesia, and India tend to produce well during a La Nina, while the U.S. Corn Belt and Plains in southern Brazil and Argentina do not. The opposite conditions tend to occur during an El Nino. 2023 is the transition year. The current climate pattern is not yet fully conformed to what is seen during El Nino, but is forecast to get there later this year. The timing of the Enzo transition will impact crop outcomes. A dry June actually conforms to a typical Enzo transition. If crops went in well and got started in moisture, then a dry June gets them rooted in. If rains then come later in July and August, the bends will bust. There will likely be some places where rains do come too late. The positive PDO, the cool water temperatures off California, is not what it needs to be yet for a typical El Nino, but is weakening, so it's heading in the right direction. The water is still relatively cold off California. We want warm water and a negative PDO off California, which splits the airflow over the United States, bringing moisture to the Corn Belt. What we are really talking about is the fine timing of the transition from La Nina to El Nino. If things are somehow delayed so that a dry June extends into a dry July, that is more or less what happened in 2012 with that drought. The trade with funds now short corn is heavily bet on a favorable El Nino timing. NOAA is also betting on El Nino with a cooler summer forecast for the heartland with heat around the edges of the country. The Corn Belt would obviously benefit from such a temperature forecast for summer. This would correlate with the USDA forecast for trendline or better yields. I've been providing our subscribers with a generic chart of the Elliott Wave Cycle and where I think that we are in the wave count. Our expectation for a fourth wave rally materialized. It's time to head some new crop on this fourth wave rally. I started at 536 in Monday's overnight session and intend to scale up incrementally covering a third of expected production every six cents, 642 and 648 until I have covered my expected production in that price window. I will also add to these futures hedges with call option sales using $6 strike calls or higher to supplement the net sales price by 20 cents or more if given the chance. That adds risk, but it is the game. I do not intend to hold these hedges to harvest, but intend to take profit on a decline below 491 when I think that lows are being made. There is downside potential to 450 or wherever. I intend to store the physical crop, then looking for a seasonal recovery into 24. We use the Iowa State University Annual Cash Rents Survey released each May as a guide for cash rents within our family. They recently released their 2023 cash rent survey from Ames, Iowa. The average cash rents in Iowa are the highest on record according to the cash rental rates for Iowa 2023 survey conducted by ISU Extension and Outreach. The survey shows an increase of 9% in 2023 for a state average of $279 per acre. The new record is 3.3% higher than the previous record set in 2013 when rent was $270 an acre. This is a cumulative 20% increase since 2021. 
They break it down for quality of land by county and district. The top tier quality farmland in our county, Clay County, saw an average cash rent increase from $300 an acre in 2022 to $331 an acre this year. This is just another higher cost for 2023 as revenues decline. Someone pushed the envelope paying $450 an acre as the top rent in our county. The average cash rent is out of line with what farmland has been bringing here. The best land is sold for $21,000 an acre. Even a 2% return would be $420 an acre rent. Farmland prices are expected to soften, but the market has been pretty resilient. Higher CD rates now compete with farmland as an investment, and higher interest rates will discourage leverage in farmland purchases. Circling back to a final comment on the Enzo, the more muted response to the dry forecast for soybeans is also related to the Enzo and crop timing. Corn is made in July and soybeans in August, so the soybeans have more time for El Nino to strengthen and bring more favorable weather. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.